So anyways, like, uh, uh, he's a walking sex, in your opinion. (laughs) Definitely walking sex. He was the first uh, probably naked album cover I've ever seen. Um, Whoa. You remember, what's that, where he's like laying down and he's just naked? But I just remember seeing the actual album and being like, Somebody play it. <laughs> let me listen. Let me take a yeah, listen. Let me, let me let me take a gander at what this means. Yeah. <laughs> so you listened to that for the like Love Sexy for the first that was like your first Prince album? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, my family members would play it. It wasn't like I was like a four-year-old playing this. It was just like mm-hmm. always on. It was the Prince Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston time of my life. So notice yet. This is that's yeah, that's why this was happening in my household. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, so at every single function, family function, whatever it was, all of these things were playing. Were you like a prince follower? Were you like or just like a more casual, it's in the background, I enjoy it, but I don't really I haven't really dug deep yet, basically. I think it was more casual. It's just like mm-hmm. something always around and uh, I definitely listen to it more when princesses, princesses, princess, Maya Rudolph and her friend Gretchen Lieberum, they have that group where they do Prince covers. Mm. I've definitely started listening to them more and then I would go to their concerts and I definitely started listening to it a little bit more at that time. Yeah. So this is the album called, <laughs> this is an album called 1999 uh, by Prince. Did he, did it? I guess this is to anyone. Did did he, did anyone have like preconceived notions about this album, nineteen ninety nine? Um, with the title and knowing that it didn't come out in nineteen ninety nine, you automatically think, okay, this is someone's vision of the future. Mm-hmm. This is what would somebody in the eighties think the future was? And as somebody who watches Twilight Zone eighties episodes, it's a whole lot of silver, a whole lot of. <laughs> Weird eyewear and yeah. pads. So yeah, that- I mean, I'm I'm living in a big, big, tall tower that I have a hoverboard that takes me to the bottom. When I step out, <laughs> I have a robot maid. I have a dog that's a robot. Yeah, uh, but otherwise, yeah. it's like a very Christian household in my house. Yeah, which yeah. is which is the part of it's exactly like the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically the what my preconceived notions of this album of this was. album was like yeah. michael living in his space house and today yes. today yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's christian board. space house christian space house my band which i don't plug too often on this podcast, yeah, 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 but... yeah what about what about michael did you have so we've been doing like we listened to the first two like yeah. not the first yep. two but like the I, second and third I, or something i guess i built my preconceived notions off of those two albums i was like mm-hmm. he makes short albums <laughs> and they are very fun and he has like a very like progressive mindset, which I think seeing knowing that this was 81, knowing that this was 99, I was like, okay, I think I kind of know where this is gonna be. Like I know 1999, of course. Like I came into this that was one of like two print songs I knew, right? Where it's like, let's party like it's 1999, let's uh, you know, like next year's 2000, like it's a big deal, you know. Um which you know that was when the uh, the novelty glasses were going absolutely crazy <laughs> at New Year's Eve. Now it's like okay, that's enough. <laughs> it's, I, it's like it is like harder to like 
shove the two eye holes like the as the years progress it's gonna be harder and harder to like shove the two eye holes into the glasses like 2135 <laughs> like there's gonna be like a <laughs> the eye holes are gonna be in weird places it's just eye holes and the numbers in the middle <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I hope we evolve to that yeah 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 by that age like our eyes that's like the primary source of evolution is like we're gonna like our eyeballs are going to evolve to like accommodate <laughs> to the, the placement, the novelty glasses, <laughs> the, the novelty New Year glasses. And, and imagine in the 1990 whatevers, those ones must have gone absolutely ballistic. The yeah. the nines could be the eye hole. It's so yeah, easy. yeah, two thousands good. Oh uh, <laughs> man, America was great. But like, uh, um, <laughs> I miss it. But um, I thought this was going to be more of a fun. I, I saw how long it was. I saw that it was an hour, 10 minutes, and that was like going to be, you know, they're like 11 songs. So I knew they're going to be like kind of groove songs. They would take you on a journey. Like I love nine minute songs. I genuinely love nine minute songs, but it was, it was a different experience going into an album of seven of those, like in yeah. the same album, like, you know, and Frank Ocean, like pyramids is like, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. And it's like, Whoa, that's cool. In the middle of like, like, and the rest of the songs are like three minutes and stuff like that. Um, but this is like, and this is probably closer to like, you know, with, um, I don't know, fish or pink Floyd, where they just like, kind of like yeah. more, Hey, this is, it's about the journey, man. It's about like, you know, instead of like TikTok or whatever. So it's like, I, so yeah, and then like I thought it was gonna funnily funnily enough because it's like titled 1999. I thought it was gonna have that Charlie XCX type of perspective of just like, yeah, we know the world's ending and stuff like that. Yeah, we know the world's bad, but we're gonna par- we're gonna forget our troubles and party. Yeah, all that stuff. And my thesis of the album is this album is not that. Like this album is like so in my opinion, so preoccupied with the doom and gloom of it all. Like it's so he can't just like make a, like a fun album, it, it, like completely in the same way he used to. Um, but yeah. Um, but before I get into my thing, um, let's get into themes of this episode. Let's get into themes of this album. Like, what do you feel are that? The, what's the thematic territory of 1999? It felt like futuristic, sex computers um over a montage of uh sexy business 80s boss ladies <laughs> on their bosses <laughs> them and a hooker with a heart of gold comes in mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what i got from the album i got all that party Bar- beverly hills cop theme song <laughs> but also i must admit I kind of tune out on the words and only yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this album to me. The words don't exist hardly. Like it's yeah. very like. What's the theme of the album? Ten minute songs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and like some of the computer songs, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the like they're like, this is what computers sound like. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny to me is the computeriest song is actually like the shortest song on the album. Something in the water does not compute where it's literally like beep boop beep boop beep boop in yeah. the chorus. Like that song's like the shortest song at four minutes. <laughs> yeah. And also like it's probably like the novelty of like, oh, computers are a thing now. That's pretty cool. So it's like kind of I think this album has a lot of like 
reticence, like, and embracing of technology, like kind of like, yeah, cool. Like we get to use a drum machine in our like production now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Let's do that in every song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I do miss like the organic feel of like dirty mind and like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Controversy and stuff like that. But it's also like the reticence of technology is like probably in tying to the cold war, like probably yeah. tying a little bit to like, this, this is the time where, you know, and like the absurdity of like the cold war of like, not all technology is good. Like not all advancements are positive. <laughs> like we built a bomb that could kill more people. And then like, why did you build a bomb that could kill more people? Well, because we thought you were building a horrible bomb. Well, we were, but you know, just like, it's kind of like this, like, real, like it's absurd. It's an absurd thing. So uh, I don't know. It's like, it's also, but it's also like people, 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 people. Oh, yeah, that's very cool, people, man. People. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely giving like Casio keyboard. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the like the really setting funny. number three. Yes, like yes, yes. It's Check also giving. Out. It's also giving. I learned how to copy and paste things, and it's like his like producer is like, I love this five minute song, and he's like, watch this, and then he hits Control V, and it's like <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> it's like. He's like, and, and then I'm going to sing over it a little different in the second half. And it's like, but mostly it's going to be uh, all the critics love you in New York over and over. And then like, and then like, I yeah. that song. I just got to say that. You the hate all it? the critics love you in New York. I, do I don't not. like that's so bad. I don't like it very much yes. either. Um, it's like a vague post on Facebook. It's yes. Like yes. On something. It's like a filler song. <laughs> Well, I, and Coop, Coop, I don't know. Do you watch? Do you know? Do you watch Drag Race? Are you familiar with Drag Race at all? Absolutely. Okay, so the Drag Race queens are the like ultimate vague bookers of all time, <laughs> where they'll be like, not to be shady, but I saw a queen kissing a sixteen-year-old at the club, and it's like, what? Like, say their names. Like, I'm, I'm like, re- I'm under their tweets. Like, I'm like, a, say their names or don't tweet it. Like. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Just to get people to like conjecture around your work, which is what this feels like. Mm-hmm. And it's also it's also like because they're like a lot of spoken words. There's ev- like probably nine out of the eleven songs have like spoken word segments where like Prince is like uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, <laughs> who's insane. Like, and this is like kind of Saddam like Hussein, who's insane. <laughs> yeah, just like you know. boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and. We'd say cats in. Yeah. It it some of these, like some of these saw, like, I don't want to like be mean on this album the whole time, but like some of these like while we're in this pocket, like some of these songs feel like you know a SoundCloud producer who like felt like he did something. <laughs> like, yes. I yes. know it's the 80s. I know this is new and it was revolutionary, but like today there's like and probably well, because this album's so influential, is like there's probably an element of that too. Well, I think for me, too, is coming off of the last two albums we heard, which do feel very 80s and very like 80s influential in a way. Those are like fun and interesting to me to hear. I think the introduction truly of like the drum machine of the like computeriness in the like Casio keyboard setting, it makes these songs a little like homogenous throughout. Like I can hear differences, even if the song is a little repetitive, it's still like a musician playing like there's going to be like a uh, flair added or even mistakes that have been kept in. Right. Um, 
and I think some of the computerization takes away from a little bit of like the texture of the long songs. Like I know it's groovy, but sometimes I don't want to listen to the same thing for such a long time. That's my number one complaint about this album. Not to start on a low light, but y'all didn't like sense that like Prince was like a super nihilist in this album. I completely missed that. I think it's because I just stopped listening to the words because they are too long. The songs yeah. are too long. They do sound way too similar. Like, give me four of those types of songs and then throw in some like old school, what you used to do, mm-hmm. like actual guitar solo. Yeah, I'm I'm in the exact same boat as you. I think uh, I did hear it though, Andrew, especially near the later half of the album or the like middle later half of the album, like automatic, something in the water, free. Those all do say what you're saying to me, but I don't feel like it's pervasive throughout. Like I feel like 1999 and Little Red Corvette, uh, International Lover, those are like classic Prince songs to me. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like, I'm horny and I'm horny and so are you. Like that's that's his main thing. So like my like interpretation of this album is that the fact, like the extent existentialist like philosophy is that like, because everyone's going to die. Coop Foster's going to die. Michael Lumenthal's going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> okay, we'll see. I'm like, uh, <laughs> like Cher's going to die. Donald Trump's going to die. Like, oh, okay, fine. Cher's not going to die. But like, um, <laughs> but like the, the fact that most people are going to die is like, it makes life absurd. It makes it very, um, the fact that like we, no, no matter what life we lead, it all ends in the same destination is very, makes life very absurd. And the Cold War, given that there's like the potential of a threat to your life, like that under bubbling threat to like, oh, no, we could die any day now, like kind of like brings that out. Like usually we divert ourselves. Usually we go to our job. We watch movies. We like do things like all that stuff to like kind of divert ourselves, because if we do look at that too much, like we'll go crazy. Basically, that's what what happened with the pandemic and stuff like that people couldn't sit down with their thoughts like it's like so hard to like just sit down with your thoughts and like have that stew forever in his previous album like controversy we see that like there's a political song there's a political song here and now like there's like anti anti christian anti christ and then he's like let's work like let's forget about that and like he was able to right. separate those really clearly like even though it was on the same record but with this record, it feels like um, it feels like this looming bleak cloud of dread is hovering over this fun, sexy album. And it's getting harder and harder to pretend that it's not there. <laughs> like every song kind of ends with like a downer note, like the end of the first song is like, Mommy, why does everyone have a bomb? And like there's a song. <laughs> there's a song. There's like a song where like people are like screaming at the end, like, Aah! and just like there's a song like I, we were having sex. I assume that was sex. <laughs> that, could, that, that could be like really miserable sex, I guess. <laughs> but like, like so like, but then how's the way he get kind of like the moments of light in this album is are the moments where he's able to be have gratitude, you know, in that song. Um free he expresses moments of gratitude um you know uh the idea of like be glad you're free free to change your mind that's like a very grateful moment and then also international lover where he's very present with this lover and instead of like lady cab drivers this very rough aggressive 
selfish like kind of sex and then like international lovers like hey i'm gonna slow down i'm gonna adjust the speed i'm gonna it's like that that's those are the moments of light on this record in this like there's also like the theme of like he doesn't feel like he's enough like he's also like trying to find real love but like you know with like one night stands or like you know people treating him wrong or let's pretend like we're married like that like desperate like kind of like um grasping for something that lasts beyond like a night because like a party lasts only a night basically like i don't know what how does that how does that reach you like at all (laughs) like now that you say that that definitely makes sense i should have listened to the words a a lot closer it it is it's mixed really weird too like it's like hard to uh, and also the the uh, way he like goes like like The fact that he does that, it's hard to know what he's saying because I literally was just like reading the words. Like the second time I listened to it, I was like, kind of like, okay, what is he saying here and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I'm just but. assuming that the, he is looking for sex and is having sex in every single song, and that's <laughs> that's it. Even the the lady cab driver. First of all, excellent title. <laughs> yes, yes, agreed. <laughs> and I immediately am like, you're right. There are not a lot of lady cab drivers. That was another one that I'm like, oh, I just see this as uh, a montage of a hooker becoming a lady. I don't mm-hmm. know. Because 80s, a lot of hookers with a heart of gold movies happening. Uh, a lot of like, ah, oh, I'm going to show you who's boss and change my look. That's what I envisioned when I listened to this song because I wasn't mm-hmm. listening to the look. It's like a, is it like a cab driver becoming sex? Like she takes off her glasses, pulls her hair yes. out of the bun, and then she's sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hell, these $75. Like, you know, like, <laughs> My fair lady, but it's F A R E. Yeah. I would love to watch that. I think, like, with the pre, and I don't want to like keep, comp- but this is like the framework I understand his album so far. Like, the framework of the first two albums is like sex is as liberation as a liberation agent of just like um this will this i'm a free spirit and i'm gonna help you feel a little more free and there's some of that in the last song but the other like the other instances of it feels like sex as a coping mechanism sex as like this like imprisonment a little bit like kind of like like during the lady cab drivers when he's like drilling <laughs> like her basically the lady cab driver he's like saying things like uh you know this is for reagan <laughs> this is for <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. or like the society systemic racism and, and this one like for you that actually like you really got liked. one <laughs> you got one you got one or two and like that are you know I don't know. I would love to experience that sexual experience. Someone, I want somebody to fuck me for Reagan. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a little out of my uh, the half your age plus seven rule. Is starting to get, <laughs> I'm getting a little worried there. I remember reading somewhere that like he stopped playing the song. Like I think it was like literally like in 1999 he stopped playing. He said, "Okay, this is the last time we'll play the song. We'll retire it forever now." And then like he kept it. For like seven years and I was like okay it's back it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like i remember reading that i also remember seeing like a little bit of a larry king interview where um you know me and my band we we thought of ourselves as like optimistic people but when 
like everyone was saying the world's going to end in 2000 and stuff like that. People were actually like really like, like cynical and like sad and stuff like that. And we thought like, Hey man, it's a party. It's a, um, which is like, I don't know. Like I think part of me still thinks he's like trying to like cover up the fear of his situation, but um, yeah, let's go through uh, highlights and lowlights. Raptors break. Click. Hey, everyone. Sean Wilkinson here. Listen, we don't normally run ads on our podcast. You know this about us. We hate most things over here. But one thing we don't hate is Fentress Films. Fentress Films is a woman and queer-owned multimedia company founded by my friend Samantha Bozen. Their mission is to create art about, for, and by underrepresented groups while making theater accessible to people all over the world despite the pandemic. So far, Fentress Films has produced two award-winning short films, two web series, five award-winning screenplays, as well as organized and hosted three international film festivals. Social change is at the core of their work, and they're looking forward to producing more art and collaborating with more artists in the future. If you're interested in learning more about Fentress Films, you can head to their website at fentressfilms.com. That's F E N. T-R-E-S-S films.com or you can follow them on Instagram at Fentress Films to keep up to date with their current projects. They also have a fanzine. They have merch on their website like stickers, t-shirts, hats, buttons, tote bags, socks, you name it, they've got it. It's all super cute. Check out FentressFilms.com to learn more. But ah, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to I Mean to listen to that. Uh, we've been a little negative on this record, so let's get into highlights first. Uh, Coop, what's a highlight song, a song that you enjoyed? Delirious, for sure. It's so upbeat. I don't know. Well, I didn't listen to the words. He could be saying, like, we're all going to fucking die. This is the worst <laughs> day of my life. But I'm like, delirious. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was, that's definitely one of my favorites. It, it just reminds me of Eddie Murphy. Is it, it, I don't, it was that song, I didn't look it up. Is that song a part of Beverly Hills Cop or something that Eddie Murphy is in and I'm just combining the two things? He has really a movie weird. called Delirious. Yeah, is it's a stand-up special where he wears yeah. all red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he oh, says the F-slur a bunch. Oh. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, um, my favorite non-problematic <laughs> comedian would never say <laughs> that word, I'm, cert- I'm the- sure. Yeah. Wait, are you about to tell me Dave Chappelle has said something bad too? <laughs> Let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> oh, so this is the world we live in, huh? That's yeah, it. Like, <laughs> it seems like nobody. Can, it seems like nobody wants to say faggot these days. Nobody oh. wants to get your ass up and say faggot. <laughs> Michael's gay. He's loud. But like, um, yeah. <laughs> like in, in case like that didn't come through, like him talking about RuPaul and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm very straight. Clearly. I want to I want to start with my hottest take, uh, hottest take, but good song, International okay. Lover. It's so I like it. Fun. Okay, People don't like okay, it. Good. No, I like it. I'm saying I like yeah. it. I felt I just felt like it would maybe be a hot take, but it's sonically different from the rest of the album, especially yeah. after the the worst song on the album. Like it's mm-hmm. nice to have a good closer, um, especially because I feel like historically he's not had good closers on the albums we've done so it's nice to have like this was his first grammy nomination was for international lover for best male uh pop slash r&b vocal vocal performance so i don't think he won but i was looking that up the other day and i thought that was interesting i love it as a closer just like thematically too because in 
red little red Corvette. Like he says she's too fast for him and stuff like that. And also um, he has like this insecurity about his body. And then this like international lover song is like, he feels an actual connection. And he literally says, I won't go too fast. So I won't treat you the way this other person treated me. Basically. I think that's really sweet. Yeah. I gotta start listening to the words in these songs. (laughs) (laughs) I've had to really learn to do that a lot more uh, doing this podcast too, but usually (laughs) I'm a, turn off my brain and listen it's very very difficult to listen to words for me well i have to look up the lyrics while i do it to do it too which sometimes you don't want to do that oh i like dsmr yeah i really yeah because like it's it that too feels like a parody song where it's literally like dance sex like dance music sex romance like as the Mm -hmm. core it's like if a conservative pastor was like they're trying to brainwash our children. They're trying to put these <laughs> messages into our songs. And then he plays this song and like the, I would be like, yeah, he has a point. Like he's like, Dance, <laughs> music, <laughs> sex, <laughs> romance. Yeah. I love, I love all eight minutes. Like I'm, I'm in, I'm in it all eight minutes. Like some of these songs I listen to and I like it. Then I get tired of it. And then I get really tired of it. And then, like, towards the last two minutes, I'm like, okay, I like it again. Like, this one, I just, like, enjoy all the way through. The other note is just, like, the line, like, black people, dance, sex, the romance, Puerto Ricans, da, 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 white people, da, 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 da. And then it says, like, Japanese people. You could say it once, like, basically. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you got you got one. <laughs> like, and like, I guess I could, cause I'm Korean. I guess I could like, I guess he means, I guess he means me. So I guess. You're constantly waiting for him to be like Koreans. And you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Koreans under five, seven dance, sex, music. <laughs> I don't know. Andrew, that's so funny. I didn't even think about that. That's like, <laughs> He's not, like, because the other ones is just like, yeah, like the whole thing. And then you well, it's like, one- well, it's like, you know, in Born This Way with Lady Gaga says, you know, what, whether you're white, black, white, beige. And then she says some like stuff you probably shouldn't say in the, nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, wh- why don't people say Asian? Like, do people not know how to say Asian back <laughs> yeah. then? <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't, my, I didn't get my Italian shout out that I wanted. To yeah, so yeah, I yeah. So you, you can't, you're not like. It's not like the White Lotus season two, which is clearly made for me. <laughs> Content made for and by Italians. Yeah, I think the DMSR was definitely one that I completely forgot was a highlight. But yes, I agree with all points. Delirious still is up there for me because mm. of Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> and the cool stuff he said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It starts there. It starts with homophobics. Like he opens the special and everyone's like, yeah, unfortunately. Um, but (laughs) comedy does like is like the hard is the worst to age. I do think that, like, I don't think this is like a super hot take, but it's like what because you're trying to push boundaries, so you'll say, No, this is not my apology for him saying that, but I'm just (laughs) saying, I'm just saying, I'm not surprised when I revisit uh 80s comedy that. They say bad things, you know. Even '90s comedies or early aughts, like teen movies, and you're like, "What the fuck were we thinking when we were watching?" Like, <laughs> or, or even what movie did I see? It's it has a uh, Cameron Diaz and 
Cameron Diaz and Ben no, Stiller. Not. That's who it is. Ben Stiller and Cameron Diaz. And is it something about Mary? Yes. Okay. And she has a mentally challenged brother. And they say the R slur probably <laughs> one gazillion times during the movie. Yep. Oh, man. And we all just loved that movie and just was not phased by what was no. happening. Man, no. Like, man, that I, movie has a heart underneath all that raunch. Like, you know, that, <laughs> that was our reaction to it, you know? Oh, no. A brutal. We I uh, we we started watching it at like a like a hey oh let's all hang out oh my gosh remember this movie and we had to turn it off we were like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wait yeah. wait like this it's only thirty minutes in maybe they'll stop like yeah. <laughs> well it just also wasn't funny you know yeah. what I mean like the funniest part is when he gets his ball cut caught in in his that's zipper really good Keith David like, yeah Keith David I just like, watched that woo! Like, <laughs> I just watched that scene. I just think that scene's very funny. That um, is funny. Little Red Car, Little Red Corvette. That song. Oh, yeah. So- oh, yeah, absolutely. Little Red Corvette, yeah. 1999, Delirious. Very powerful. Very good. Top three. Like, right off the bat, starting so strong in this album, I think. Yeah, like, some of his best stuff, like, so far is in this record. I just, like, it, it, I, I, I could see myself listening to one song. I can't see myself ever listening to this whole thing all the way through i no, absolutely no. not <laughs> yeah no um i'm glad we're all in agreement on this that is the I, hardest part for me this is cohesively as an album is so hard to listen to it's but it's technically a double so it's like may like maybe if you split in half like maybe if you like split into like two different days or whatever it'd be a little more bearable I guess, is it album one is tracks one through six album no yeah i'm, I'm looking at this automatic starts the side three so the first album is just 1999 through DMSR, which is a yeah. great album. That would be a good one. Album yeah. two sucks. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, don't I don't get like, it's just, you're just putting out the same song over and over with just different. No, I agree. Uh, Little Red Corvette though, Andrew, sorry. I, it's I'm like so good. It's, so, like, it's like the, the chorus is so good little red corvette like it's yeah. so mm-hmm. it's a one about a one night stand it's the most single like that one in 1999 are the most singleable i will say like there's a line where they said something along the lines of i guess i must be dumb because you had a pocket full of horses trojans and some of them used what <laughs> yeah like, this lady has used condoms in her pocket. She filled condoms in her pocket? Yeah. I got a pocket full of condoms. I got a pocket full of used condoms. But like, I was going to ask you, Coop, because like, I'm not a, I'm not a lady. Like, is, is that like a thing? Like, I have never heard. First of all, what is, what? It's like, okay. Is it like okay. men with handkerchiefs? Like, sir, you throw down a used condom in front of like a puddle for them to walk across. We are not keeping uh, sperm filled condoms. Um, that's not oh my a gosh, thing. that's the name of my other band. Sperm filled <laughs> yeah. condoms. Yeah, that's actually good. Like, but that's not a thing. I just want to put okay, that out okay, 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 in your pocket. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Okay. Phone keys, wallet. Phone keys, <laughs> wallet. Uh, 
Okay, use condoms. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I'm good to go. I can get off this okay, plane. Okay, okay. <laughs> and ma'am, no liquids over three ounces. Oh, <laughs> guess I gotta throw away some things. <laughs> I don't know. It's like how, but how is the song gonna communicate that she's loose and like she has? A lot of- <laughs> she's like, not only am I a loose woman, but I have the proof. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, see that on my wall up there. That's right, my broken hymen. A picture of it. <laughs> and that's the name oh. of my band, Broken Hymen. <laughs> it's like that too. Co-headlighting, like condom full of sperm and broken hymen. Like, um, they're they're, they're co-headlighting Coachella or whatever. <laughs> like, Coachella. Coachella, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the parody, the parody <laughs> music festival. Uh, oh my yeah. god, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Coop. I am unhinged this episode. Yeah. I apologize. It's good, good, good song. Great, great song. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go through low lights. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, Michael, what's a low light for you? Uh, let's pretend we're married. Uh, I get it. So long. Why is it so? Why is it seven and a half minutes long? Um, it's not fun enough to be as long as it is. Uh, lyrically, I'm not that interested in because, like, let's pretend we're married. Because isn't that fun? You know, like sexually fun. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, is it? <laughs> like, I, um, yeah. I, it, it just is. It's like nonsensical to me. Like, it's saying like, I guess it's implying like, let's have a deeper connection than like hooking up you know but also it's i don't know is it poetic enough to make me interested more no so i'm good i like the ooh wee sha sha cuckoo yes i think there's a good uh <laughs> yeah i like the it i i like it i don't like it but like the don't 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 like as the the foundation of the song mm-hmm. and then i like that me it's because like i have like undiagnosed adhd but like i like that it like fills every second every millisecond of the song with a noise <laughs> and stuff like that it's like really like very stimulating but also a little overwhelming at the same time it's like whoa and like he's doing something crazy with his voice and like i like the line i sincerely want to fuck the taste out of your mouth i think that's good <laughs> like but nobody uh, ever says romantic stuff like that to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Men in their Xboxes. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I always think that's so funny. You know, like like quote unquote dirty talk is always like I don't know. This feels like this would be crazy. Maybe that's like me showing my true colors, but I'm like, someone said that to me, I'd be kind of like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I like I will say like um you know the idea that adam levine's like sex got leaked and stuff like that and he's like whoa your body's absurd or whatever but yeah, like yeah. if anyone's like dms got leaked it'd be that embarrassing too. yes so it's like yes. it's so weird like ooh, i want to see your boobahs or whatever <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how andrew does it yeah yeah <laughs> like uh, uh, babe uh my favorite adam levine tweet ever is adam levine looked like he walked into a tattoo parlor and said give me tattoos tattoos. yeah (laughs) Uh, so um, good he has a tattoo that just says texas really big (laughs) maybe maybe he's been there i don't know (laughs) yeah i'm sure he has um it's the all the critics love you in new york yeah Um, terrible song 
it just feels like it's filler. It's almost like this album feels like if you're in junior high and you have to do like a book report and you do double <laughs> and then you just <laughs> words for no yeah. reason. That's what this album feels like to me. And the double space filler was all the critics love you in New York. Yes. Yeah. No, that's that's so apt. There's no words in it, also. It's basically just all the critics love you in New York. Dance, dance, dance. All the critics love you in New York. Like that's literally the whole song. There's no not not a lot of vocal change or variation or it's he's it's just like, talking through it. He's like it's like he left a voicemail, but he. <laughs> put it it's also not a feeling. At, I don't think anyone can relate to. Like, what is he even talking about? Like, I just like feel like that's such a. I just feel like it's like a song mostly prince can relate to and stuff like that like Correct. i don't yeah yeah it's, it's yeah. song by art by prince for prince a little bit yeah 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 this is a song that's like one of the shorter songs like five minutes and 58 seconds and it feels like the longest one it feels yes. like yeah. it feels so long in my opinion um i and overall overall low light andrew the length of these songs oh my gosh i've talked about it over and over Cut them in half. Do not double space your essay. Turn in an essay that's the like if I give you a five page essay requirement and you give me a 10 page essay, but it's double spaced like just don't do that and give me the normal essay, you know? Yeah. Anything else like that we haven't talked about? Um, Nah, I feel like I wanted to really like like I feel like 1999 is like a iconic Prince era and I really don't feel like I connected with it as much as I wanted to. Uh, I've been trying to listen all week and it's just it's not been hitting, you know, this is the one that helped him get popular. This is the one I know. Yeah, like I thought I I wonder if that's why this is aged so poorly, like the other ones are kind of avant garde to me and have aged really well and i want to i've i've been revisiting those other prince albums whereas this one it's like this sounds like it was made in 1982 like it really does Mm -hmm. i definitely agree with that as and the vocal during that time it sounds like of that time for sure and that's why it like releases these memories of like very 80s television and film Mm -hmm. and eddie murphy and his leather and it's just that's the thing that I think about. It's it's not futuristic. It's not what we think of as futuristic. It's what whatever drugs he was on was thinking of. As it's futuristic. very uh, like yeah, exactly. And I feel like the vocal mixing, even on these remasters, is so strange to me. Like, why would you make it so hard to hear uh, Prince? Like. I don't feel like I want to hear the drum machine 1000 times louder than his voice. That makes it yeah. very strange. Yeah. Uh, I like automatic. I think that's a fun song. Like, I like, and you deomatic. Like I like, it feels a little off. It feels strange because you know, that's not how you say automatic. Like, but it's like, uh, I like that. It's like, um, I think when I listen, I don't. And again, this is the context we understand Prince so far is like, you know, going on this journey, but like controversy and dirty mind, there were moments where I was just like, what? Whoa, this is so great. And then like, then it does a change and like, oh, sure. And then, but like this, like this, just like the fact that it happens so far and few between is like a real bummer. And like, even with the songs I like, I'm just like, I don't know. Just like, he's clearly talented. He's doing a great job. All the instruments are interesting. 
but it's just like not gelling together in a way I like. So, uh, okay, let's get through final thoughts and ratings. Um, we kind of already did it a little bit, but yeah. um, yeah, so I'll just continue. Yeah, it's not really gelling in a way I like. I appreciate that's you know something this weird and avant garde is still critically regarded. Um, I like, I like the, the, I just also think it's just personally like reading the lyrics. It's just too much of a bummer. It like makes me feel bad, you know, too. Like it kind of like makes me like feel a little like maybe it's because the sun goes down an hour sooner than usual, but like it's, it just like kind of bums me out like this, like perspective and stuff like that, like where a lot of and i know and he's an artist he's allowed to be multifaceted and multi-dimensional but like it just like this this is not i i i find myself not wanting to like like beyond 1999 little red corvette dsmr automatic i really like those songs but the rest i'm just like i could take her like i'll listen to them and i'll probably enjoy them but like if it was just like one at a time basically so yeah, I'm gonna give this uh six six used condoms in your pocket. <laughs> so like <laughs> nice. so gross. Why do you have six used condoms? Why do you have any used condoms? I um must not be a critic in New York because I do not love this album. Uh, <laughs> I like 1999 and Little Red Corvette, which I was listening to and was like, I know these songs the whole time, you know, going through those. Then Delirious hits. I don't really know Delirious. And then it just feels like it's just going downhill from there, like all the way up to International Lover, which at least feels different compared to the album. But I just want to listen to three songs off this album. I won't listen, won't revisit the rest. The rest take too long to listen to. And like Andrew said, this is the first week of Daylight Savings Time, so maybe it is the mood-altering effects of it's always nighttime at all times, yeah. but you never know. Uh, but I just haven't been clicking with this. Um, I'm going to have to give this album five uh, beautifully transformed lady cab drivers out of ten. <laughs> well, my thoughts are there are some bangers on this. Um and it just felt like too much filler. I felt like I was stuck in the video game Tron for way <laughs> yeah. too long. But just because it's Prince, I'm gonna give it six Raspberry Berets because he yeah. is, he's Prince. And those few songs that I did love holds up the album. But I, like I said, I wouldn't listen to the filler. So um that was the album. that's our review of uh 1999 <laughs> yeah. by Prince. Uh I think we covered a lot More of More like 1.999 out of 10, am I right? Uh, <laughs> that was um, good. Thank yeah, you. Was- <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Coop. You want to come back on again? Since Andrew yeah. won't laugh at my jokes. I like to laugh at everything you do. Yes, like- you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you guys watch? Did you guys see Wakanda Forever? Have you guys seen Not Wakanda yet. Forever? Don't spoiler it. Okay, never mind then. Martin Freeman's in it. Okay, so, um, so <laughs> for no reason. Anyway, have you seen like I like that he has like a poster where it's like black <laughs> black Tanger, Wakanda Forever is like Martin Freeman go like, hmm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> all right? Yeah, no, it really is literally. I think like the only white person in the movie where it's like this. Good for you. Uh, well, him and. Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, <laughs> which I think okay, is very okay. funny. 
Oh, Jesus, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, so that, that was our review. Of, that also was our review of Black Panther. Um, <laughs> kind of forever. Uh, so thank you so much, Coop. You're such a lovely guest. Uh, thank you, thank you for spending the time. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Ah, uh, yes. Um, if you like sketch comedy, check out Tantrum Sketch Every. Oh, we're going to change our name. Uh, follow me on Instagram for updates on Tantrum Sketch Comedy. At the <laughs> um, I'm at this underscore is underscore Coop. And if you like weird stuff, I post a lot of strange items. Uh, you can follow me at Andre Lee at, on Instagram. You can follow Michael at Living Taco on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and Facebook. Uh, you can follow Otnis did our theme song. Uh, Olivia Jensen did our artwork. And uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, next week, we'll be talking about uh, Kendrick Lamar's uh, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. That's good. That's a really great episode we were just recorded um, with uh, guests uh, Christina Carty and uh, Stanley Philippe. So check that out next week. That's going to be, I'm really happy with that episode. And uh, Coop, uh, what would you like to, what what song would you like to play us out with? Ooh, um, Delirious. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what the Eddie Murphy special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. Can I change the Booty yes. in the Butt by Eddie Murphy? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> let's play that out. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good day. Hey, <laughs> click. Open your eyes and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt. Put a bubble bee in your butt. Put a collock in your butt. Put a big rock in your butt. Booty in the Butt is an excellent song.